Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week we're discussing Ms. Marvel Episode 1, Generation Y. So let's get into it with the recap. Kamala Khan, a high school student who loves Captain Marvel, uncovers a mystical golden bangle. When she and her best friend Bruno attempt to attend the first convention for fans of the Avengers, the bangle grants Kamala strange powers. Moon Knight spotted in the Marvel logo. Moon Knight spotted in the Marvel logo. <laughs> this intro was amazing. This was the best thing. I think this just, and I, it's, of course, I say this almost every single time we start a new Disney Plus series, but God damn, this was so much fun. This, this, this show just looks so much fun to watch and is going to enjoy. And I love everything about it. I, I really do. Just, just even in the first five seconds, we're learning and taking on this crazy animated ride of Endgame. And we learn that Scott Lang has a has a fucking podcast and, you know... Big Little Me by this super-powered life. Yeah, and it's like almost, almost so like good. explains why everyone knows what they know. It's like they listen to his podcast. To be honest, it explains it perfectly. Like, we've wondered how, like, what people know and how they know it. Scott Lang has a podcast. And if that doesn't get a shout-out in Ant-Man 3, I will be upset. Yeah, I really hope we... Now they need to, like, to actually shoot a podcast like they, they need to record a podcast it, it's important that it happens it's almost as important as us really wanting you know that that guy to give us the whole history of the mcu from ant-man ranting over and over and over again like i will say you're you're, you're spot on like the visuals in this show are so fun yeah i mean when she's riding her bike um i think a few minutes into the thing and they're going over like what kind of style she's going to do her her miss marvel her Captain Marvel outfit in just the animation that's happening on the walls, following through the Doctor Strange, the zombie, you know, uh, Captain Marvel, the 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 Black Panther, the kitty sound when it when its tail gets stepped on by Captain Marvel. It, all of it was just so fun to go through. You know, like Kamala watching her is is a delight. All the characters, even the family, like the mom drives me crazy, but she's supposed to. She's supposed to be oppressive, and it's obviously because of Nani and like whatever Nani was into because she had probably was a superhero in her own right because of this, this bracer. Yeah. Yeah. Why does Nani have a super powered space bracelet? Because we can't do the, the Terrigen mist because we can't do mutants. So we had to come up with something else. So they're creating a, a, a family kind of historical thing. So, okay. I'm curious. I'm interested. It's a whole new origin, not based on the comics. Cause I've read Miss Marvel. I know, I know her, her history. And so they're doing something different. And I'm, I'm open to that. I'm fine with it. I hope it just doesn't get distracting towards like what this, what the real story is going to be. Like I want it, obviously like within their culture, it would be, they would be oppressive anyway, but they're giving another reason for the mom to be oppressive. Otherwise they're relatively open. Like when they came up with the compromise for Hulk, while it shows that they're not really paying attention to the interests of their daughter, it still was a compromise. And her father was so excited. Like my heart sunk. When, when she made her dad cry. Because he was excited to go with his daughter to this thing. You know? Like, yes, the mom just messed it up. But it's still... I was kind of on the side of the dad, at the very least, in that conversation. And honestly, the dad seems pretty chill. Like, they should have just waited until the mom wasn't around. And then Kamala should have been like, Dad, you can be the Hulk, and I will be. Yeah, exactly. It, it, she could have handled it a little bit differently. She definitely could have. But... Yeah. 
I love her dad and I loved her dad as the Hulk. And also his makeup as the Hulk looks better than She-Hulk in the She-Hulk trailer. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just loved his his makeup. It kind of reminded me of Arrested Development, uh, but, the guy, but the other guy was blue. Um, but yeah, I know you don't like the, the She-Hulk makeup, but I'm, I'm letting that pass until we actually see the show. Yeah, I, there's still hope. There's time. Tighten it up a little bit. Yeah, though, he looked amazing. And uh, I wish I had a dad like that or a dad at all. Yeah, me too. Me too. That would have been that would have been great. Um, but that it made me sad. And it sh- the fact that I'm relating to the family at all shows good writing on this part. Like this isn't going to be a, a, a an FUU oppressive, you know, like culture. It's going to be like this. This could be open minded. We're trying the best we can considering. But we also have these issues, which I think is really cool. Also, I really dig her counselor. I kind of wish I had had a counselor like that. I was being triggered. I've had counselors like that. I kind of like, I kind of got annoyed by him. Despite he, despite him being a cat dad, he, he was trying a little bit too hard and he was too much of a hipster for my taste. You know what? You're right. He was definitely trying too hard because he seems about my age. And that's probably how I would be if I was a counselor. Yeah, I could picture you like him. I could picture you actually exactly like him. Um, and I'm also a cat dad. You are a cat dad now. Congratulations again. Thank you. I love that she is a content creator. I love that she is what she is. Like she is a fangirl. She is completely doing what we're doing. And, you know, we can relate to that. We can relate to her. Like I find myself relating to her. I, I, I think it's great. I think it's great that they chose that route. Yeah. And she's, she's not a YouTuber in the comics, right? Like she's like a, just a fan, like a fanfic writer. She is a fan, she's a fanfic writer. She's a fangirl. She obviously is a fan of, of Captain Marvel in the comics and, and a lot of the other Avengers, but it wasn't like this, you know, it wasn't, she wasn't like making videos. This is a very like a now thing, obviously. So it wasn't there then for the comics, but it's such a perfect adaptation to her personality and it fits in naturally. Yeah. She's great. By the way, this is her first like real role. And she's doing amazing. And I saw the pictures online of her, like cosplaying Miss Marvel years and years ago. And it just makes my heart all warm and giggly. Yeah. It's, 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 it's super cute. I loved her comment. Steampunk is dead. Like it's just, it's, she's just so cute and self-aware about her time period. I want to say this though. I'm not sure the people writing this show have ever been to a convention. No, that then that though I want to go to that. I do want to go to that Avengers Con, but that seemed more like a rave. Like I've been to parties like that in LA, where it's just like it's an art festival, and we're just doing art things, and we're selling jewelry, and we have a couple bands, and we have a couple booths. Everyone go, and it's 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 kind of very indie. But I feel like the way Avengers Con was described by her was definitely it was a little bigger. And it, that's definitely not what the cons look like. That looks like fun. That looks like a great party. I, again, I want to go to that. But that's not a convention. Right. When she was talking about like leaving her house at 6 p.m., I'm like, show floor probably closes at 6 p.m. Where are you going? What is this con? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an after hours party at a con. Uh, yeah, essentially. And she tried to tell her mom that conventions aren't parties. And I'm like, oh, I've. I, some of the wildest parties I've ever been at to have been at conventions. Um, this was not that exactly. No, this was more wholesome. I mean, obviously you can tell. Um, it wasn't, it, you, you it, for the show, you couldn't. I mean, obviously if this was real and this was happening in real life, this it would have been a debaucherous insanity. On some of the merch I saw, I saw the Marvel logo. Is Marvel just a toy company in this universe? Maybe. Maybe that's how the rash. I didn't notice that. I'll have to go back and look. I just I saw it on a couple of things because some of that stuff is real merch. I think she nailed the contest though. No, she did. She did. I mean, I think her powers also helped. <laughs> I fucking screamed 
when that girl almost got final destinationed. Yeah, that was fucking aw- I I thought for a second she was going to pull her back at the last second, but nope. She went along for the ride and her embiggened power at the end of the day to save her was fun. Um, we got to see that. That was a really good tease for what we're going to get later on. But it, it was, I really thought she was going to save her before she went along for that Mr. Toad's wild ride. <laughs> it was slamming Thor's gamer hammer right there. Hit her in the face in the face which by the way she knows that thor is a gamer yes she knows thor is a gamer i wonder if she's friends with noob master 69 <laughs> i think i think maybe she is noob master 69 who knows oh fuck that would be so good there's the twist that's how she knows thor is a gamer there's a lot of uh there's a lot of brand synergy happening in this show like there's references to darth vader which i thought was funny because i literally had just watched obi-wan mm-hmm uh mulan and obviously all the marvel shows just like there's so much disney happening right now in this show there's also a reference to halal guys which made me hungry (laughs) yeah i'm i got hungry watching the show too i want all that food especially i want i want the food take home that she gave bruno that her mom gave bruno i want all because i know it's probably delicious as hell i i'm a a huge fan of uh of middle eastern food so i was very jealous yeah yeah me too Um, which, by the way, I love I love Bruno's relationship with her family. I think it's super wholesome. Yeah, it really is. Like he's trying and going out of it, building things, inventing things. He understands the language enough to program, you know, like things to help out the dad. I love Bruno's relationship with the family. You can tell he has a little bit of a crush, obviously, on Kamala. It, there's a really good bond there, but there's still more about friendship. It's it's just so endearing. This show makes me happy. It really does make me happy. Also, that boy, that boy is angling to be the man in the chair. Yes, he really is. He, he's going to be, he's designing it. He, I bet he's going to build the chair. He's just got to make the chair first. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for like what this, what the power, what her powers can do and how we adapt the storyline to it. You know, this, this show has a lot of potential. And it's got big Scott Pilgrim vibes. It does have big Scott Pilgrim vibes. It really, it's the animation style. It's the witty clever reports the only thing it doesn't have is fourth wall breakage i think if it had fourth wall breakage it would be completely scott pilgrim i think they're saving that for she hulk yeah that that's probably definitely what's gonna happen there and deadpool of course i'm really curious what the uh dimension that she passed through was and who those people are that's the big question yeah that was um i'm sure it's i'm sure it's a clue as to the origin of these bracelets yeah i'm sure it is too i was seeing theories online that they might be like the quantum bands yeah, I was thinking of that, or like something related to the Shang Chi uh, Ten Rings. Yeah, is this just is this the, is this just the phase where like superheroes get magical objects from family members? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, you just you're gonna find all the totems. We got the Ten Rings. We got the um, we got this. We have the uh, the sword that um, Dane Whitman's sword. Yeah, yeah, Dane Whitman's sword. So yeah, we got stuff. Yeah, move over, move over, gamma ray and iron suits and shit. Where it's all about magical artifacts from family members. And if it's done right, I'm fine with it. I have no problem with magical things. You know, MacGuffins being cool as long as you rationalize it within your story. You know, like I'm really interested in more of the family dynamic more than the mythology here, and that again shows good writing. Like the mom has to look beyond the vision that she has of her daughter. You know, she's terrified, obviously, because. Her, her own mother was probably crazy in her own fantasy world and being a superhero, maybe. Maybe we'll find out that kind of story, that her, her, her grandma, Kamala's grandmother, was a superhero as well in some capacity, but was crazy because she just didn't 
that wasn't the age of superheroes yet. And I'm really curious about what this is. I, I, I get the rebellion element of it. I'm really interested in, in what they have to say about the culture dynamics of this family. So I'm, and the mythology is just going to be plus. It's going to be gravy to me because all the, the meat and potatoes is all the family dynamics because they set that up so perfectly. They did. I'm excited. Yeah. And post credit, we got the Spider-Man cop back. Yeah, uh, Agent Cleary from Damage Control. Mr. Cleary, yes, we have that. So we'll see. She's going. He's going after her. He's going to have to find her. So now we have a hunt on her hands. Also, totally checks out because I assume that he's stationed out of New York and she's in Jersey. Everything, yeah. That I, I was surprised to get a post-credit scene on the first episode because I don't think we've really had that. But I think it's just setting up the central plot of the show yeah and so bring it on continue on thank you miss marvel for being exactly what i need you to be a refreshing teenage take on a marvel superhero but that's it's not a take because the, the actual comic book was a coming of age teenage story anyway that's this is such a great adaption aside from the change of her origin it's so faithful to the spirit of kamala i'm really excited to see how far they go into the comics you know I'm, I'm just excited to have more teenage main characters and less old white guys. Yes, that is very true. Excited for the next episode? Yes! Cannot wait. Bring it on. Give us Miss Marvel all of her glory and biggin powers. And may she sparkle onward. All right, so make sure to like, subscribe, and please tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. And you can email us at infinitycast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.